with Christian Bodge. On the Mid-North Coast's Hit. Four and a half past six on Hit this morning. Christian Bodge for Harvey and I'm on Port McCray. How you doing, pal? You doing all right? Happy well, days? I have to admit something. I almost didn't make it in here. Um, really? Wasn't feeling the best. Oh, really? You know how yesterday no, I was bird. like, well, no, this is the thing. Sometimes I'll get a little bit of a tickly sore throat uh, at the end of the day and I go, right, it's probably just because I've been talking too much. And then I wake up and I weigh up how I'm feeling and I go, no, I'm good. I don't have a sore throat anymore. Right. I woke up with a sore throat. After yesterday, what did I say to you when you were like, what, what are you doing over there in the corner? I'm going, uh, uh. Yeah, you were choking yourself. I was like, yeah. all right, well. <laughs> I've got this pinch in my throat. Then I had a sore throat, and I feel like I'm so silly even mentioning this now. And then I woke up going, oh, no, it's still there. What do I do? I've never called in sick when I've worked in this position here with you. And I'm like, I feel bad. And then it came good, and I was like, okay, now I don't have a sore throat. I mean, <laughs> I'd have been okay with that. I'd have been, a day off is fine. Like, I, In fact, it's funny you say that because um, our mate Jimmy is up from Sydney. We were at dinner last night. And I said to him while I was eating my beef maximum curry, I was like, oh, oh how bad would it be if I just maybe a just, could, just called a sickie? Could I get away with it? And he goes, nah, because your boss knows I'm here. Yeah. So he'll, think, he'll think we got on the Terps or something. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and you know, we'll... it's fair. It's fair. Fair <laughs> assumption. What happens? I know this is weird and it has no... Uh, <laughs> the listeners are probably going, what are you guys on about? What happens if both you and I are sick? Does oh, it just geez. mean more music? No, it doesn't. I think everything kind of stops. Because <laughs> it automatically, like, it goes to, like, a manual sort of, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of technical stuff behind it. Should we test it out? No, I don't, I, don't, today? I, don't, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> I think we should play a song. Look, the, the censorship game does return today. It has been a little over a week uh, since uh, so we did it. But um, I know. I'll tell you right now, and this will this will get you ready for it, right? It is Donald Trump themed. Oh, don't I? Um, no, nah, it's okay. It's politics, Donald, but I tell you right now, no, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be hilarious. Right. Well, before you do that, I do have a hack for us. You know that I've become sort of a, a hack queen once a week. I'm going to bring something to you. So if you feel like you see something on the internet and you don't really want to try it, you want to mm. put me to the test. I'm happy to be that guinea pig that does it. So thirteen, twelve, sixteen, or you can hit us up on Facebook, whatever. I'm happy to try the hacks for you. Oh wow! It involves your soul power. <laughs> it involves eggs, and I'll be doing it real. Suit. Okay, well, up next, I think we continue this with best sicky story. 13, 12, 16, I've got a couple of corkers, particularly from when I was at school. Um, calling in sick is hard when your mum's belting on your bedroom door, but there uh-huh. are ways around it. We'll do it next. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. Calling in sick um, is, is something that you shouldn't do unless you're actually sick. Wink, and- wink. And it only becomes because you were saying before that you considered uh, calling in sick because you had a mate visiting last night and then you realised that, oh, no, the boss would know well, because he knows he's here. Well, did you know, it wasn't actually because of that. It was, you know when you overeat, right? You know when you overeat and then you go, do you know what? A food coma. Even though it's about 8 o'clock, I was sitting there going, I don't want to work tomorrow. Like yeah. that, that's how bad it was. That's how much I'd eaten. Mm. I decided, right, I don't think I can work tomorrow. And I wasn't talking about me uh, feeling unwell uh, and chucking a sickie because I actually did feel unwell last night and a little yeah. bit this morning. But um, I'm feeling a bit more crash hot now. Uh, so <laughs> don't think that I'm ever going to be uh, chucking a sickie with you. However, I have in the past multiple times. And I think mm. my ultimate sickie story was... Um, when I was living on the Gold Coast, I came down here to visit the family uh, to port, and it was over a weekend. 
And I, at the time, I was working in hospitality on the Gold Coast. Mm. And uh, I'd gone out on a Saturday night and had a huge bender. And oh. it was about 6 o'clock the next morning on Sunday morning. Mum had to drive to Bonnie Hills because I'd stayed with some mates. And we'd been kicking on all night long. She had to drive to Bonnie Hills to come and get me. How old were you? Oh, I think I was like 20, 21 oh, or something. Okay. Yep. And um, <laughs> she had to get me. And she was like, you are in a state. You cannot drive seven hours back north at no. all. And I'm like, oh, I'm due to work tonight. <laughs> and she's like, no, you can't. I'm like, well, I can't mm. just chuck a sickie. At the time, I was with another guy. I was dating a bloke up there. Yeah. I lied to both my employer and my boyfriend and said my car had car troubles. Why would you have to uh, lie to the boyfriend? Uh, Surely he would have I'd, been played along with it. No, I feel like... I would have been <laughs> reprimanded for something that I had done. So I was like, oh, I can't, I can't tell him the truth that I'd had a really big bender. Oh. So lied and said that, yeah, I had car troubles. He cottoned on many, many months later because he used to fix my that's car. Not, that's not cottoning on. <laughs> cottoning no, no, on no, when no. you sort of, you discover it and then it's like, oh, okay, I can see what's going on here. Several months later, he's late to the party. No, no, it was just the fact that he realised when I, I told him what was wrong with the car and then he's gone to fix the car later on and it turns out there was nothing wrong with it. Oh, right. So my, uh, my little fib came to light. Oh, dear. A great day to call in sick is when it's going to pour down with rain. <laughs> and I'm just checking the, the radar at the moment. And apparently uh, in the next, well, not even that very long, if we're looking down south, so Taree, Crowdy Head area, um, expecting a lot of rain either right now or in the very next few, like, you know, five to ten minutes. That's what the radar is saying. And then that's going to drift up towards the mid-north coast, uh, the rest of the mid-north coast throughout the day so it's a great day to um to call in sick we're actually going to have gavin morris from nbn on after eight o'clock as well to, to discuss the extreme weathers yeah. that we're set to have um this week so yeah it's it's one of those things that i much prefer sleeping in and cuddling up and watching movies when it's mm. wet and it, you're right at school you, you wanted to avoid going to school just because it was wet uh, and also, because I mean, I got bullied, so I didn't want to go to school at all. But also, I was lazy, so it was kind of fifty-fifty, depending on how the mood was. You haven't changed. No, but the thing is, is <laughs> I don't get bullied. That's a, good, <laughs> that's a change. Not anymore. Um, so I had um, I had to be really creative because my sisters, if they found out that you weren't sick, right? I've got three sisters, but um, when I was younger, because one of them's a lot younger than me, mm. it was just the three of us. So. Before Susan came along, we were all at primary school and whatever else. I um, I would have to kind of find a way for them to be sick as well if they figured it out. You know, you've got to pay someone off if they catch you doing something. <laughs> so you think, if I'm sick, you all have to be sick, otherwise you're going to dob me in. Kind of, yeah. So um, I had to be really clever as well. I had three women to outsmart. Dad didn't care. He was gone already. Well, you're pretty um, good at manipulating people, so I'm sure you would have done really no, well with I, your, your, your I'm sisters. I'm terrible now. I'm terrible now. But back then, I was a genius. So... Um, Mum used to come and check the toilet when we were pretending to be sick. Oh, as in you were pretending to be that yeah. kind of sick? She'd go, that's okay, love, just just let me check the toilet. Just let me see what you were eating. <laughs> Mum is a wily old goat, all right? No, they're very smart. They, yeah. They've got eyes in the back of their heads so, and they know what's going down. So what I used to do instead is I would go, right, well, how do I do this? How do I make it look like, you know, sick? And I thought, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go the other way. I'm not going to be sick because um, at the top end... I'll go out the bottom end. That's much easier to fake. So what I'd do is... Oh, no. What I'd do is I'd make up a little bit of gravy. Oh. Right? 
get a tin of Kenny. Kenny was our dog. Get a tin of his chum dog, uh, dog food with vegetables in. No, you didn't. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. In fact, the tin, this is hilarious, actually, the tin would sit under my bed wrapped in... T- oh, are you okay? Sorry, I had to sneeze there. Um, the tin would have to um, sit under my bed hidden and I would use it whenever I needed to. It was covered in foil yeah. and at some point, I mean, it did get filled with ants. Oh, but yeah. um, I had to keep it under the bed so because I didn't use a whole tin. That's mm. just, that's mental. <laughs> you stretch that out over a few goes. So I would pour that into the thing and I'd, I'd make some gravy beforehand and I actually got up earlier. It's weird. It's counterproductive. I got up earlier to do this and then I would just, dump it in the toilet and mum would hear it and just think oh baby alright it's okay stay home it's all good it's all good disgusting little reprobate get up with Christy and Bodge on the mid north coast's hit Christy you've got um, some kind of experiment over there you like doing your you like the one woman Mythbuster. <laughs> It's the hat queen, I'm calling myself, um, because I like to make life a little bit easier. And thanks to the world of TikTok, that's what people are doing. They're they're presenting to us all these things that we can do to make life quick and easy when it comes to everyday things. Might be cooking, might be other things like drying your hair or whatever it may be. And I I consider myself like the little test bunny is going to bring it to you to see if it's worth even trying because right. sometimes you watch it and you go, yeah, that's bull. It's not going to work. There's a lot of deceit on TikTok because yep. it's very quick. It's over very, very quickly. Exactly. Like most good things. <laughs> right. What have and you got? What I've got is something that I'm going to be making relatively soon because I'm hosting an event where I'm going to put uh, some meringues together and meringues, you use egg whites. And you know the traditional way of um, separating the yolk from the egg whites yes, is yes. by just turning it in between the two eggshells. That's real time I just get a, isn't it? I just get like a, a spoon and I just sort of scoop out the, Interesting. the yolk. Never try never, that Never before. works. Never works. Always split it open. So yeah. what I'm going to do is do the normal way that right. most people do first. And I want you to time me to do that. And then I'll do the hack just to see if it actually is a bit more efficient and uh, easier. Right. Okay. Well, right. I'll, I'll just, I'll get my stopwatch ready. Um, okay. You give me is there is there like a rec, is there a record or is no. there a time it's meant <laughs> no, to be? No, it's just my own uh, method to figuring out whether or not it's worth doing the hack. All right. Well, um, you Go for gold whenever right. you're ready. Do you tell me and I'll start All right, it. three, two, one, go. All right, so I'm cracking the egg. Now it's very hard no, to I see. No, I stuffed up. Over the desk. <laughs> Can't see over you're the You're meant desk to, too like, well. not let the egg. You know how you're not meant to let the yolk fall out of the um, the eggshell? Yeah. I did straight up. So okay. that was a fail on my behalf. Should All I stop right, the so, thing? Yeah, stop the thing. All right, 17.87 <laughs> seconds. All right, so and moving I, on. I feel like I left that going probably a bit longer than it was meant probably, to. Probably, yeah. So now this is the hack. So it, it does involve a, another bit of um, apparatus. So you've got to get an empty water bottle. So, you know, okay. your little um, plastic water bottles. And the right. idea is that you're meant to – I haven't tried this yet. You're meant to squeeze it. Well, that sounds quite good. <laughs> I like the sound Once the egg's cracked, so I'm just going to crack the egg and put it in the bottom. So don't t- set my timer yet. Right. So what you did the first time, though – that was just um, scooping it from one side yeah. of the egg to the other, like you would normally like do. Like you would normally do to separate it. the yolk right, from the egg okay. whites. Now, this one involves a um, water bottle. Okay. All right, so my eggs are in my bowl, and I'm going to get the plastic water bottle that obviously has no water in it and no lid on it, okay. and you're going to squeeze each side of it so it yeah. pops like that, which is really annoying. All right, count me in, okay. and I've got to try and scoop the egg yolk in while squeezing. But what's the motion though? Is it a so suction squ- thing yeah, that happens? Yeah, it's a suction thing. So you've got to squeeze okay. the water bottle in, um, hold it over top of the egg yolk, and then suck it in. Okay, right. right. Well, three, two, one. 
worked. Oh. Holy crap. <laughs> there you go. A success. How long did it take me? 6.2 seconds, and I think I was late stopping it. There you go. The only downside to it. The yolk is stuffed. The yolk is stuffed, so there's no point doing it. So what you did there, you just you put the, the head of the plastic bottle over uh-huh. the yolk. And then you squeeze the, the plastic water bottle, and almost instantaneously... The egg yolk will suck up into there, and you just let go, and it will all go in there, and the wow. egg whites stay in the bowl. Yeah, um, but, okay. Well, I mean, if you if you don't like your egg yolks, it's a great way to do it. Exactly. Now, I'm not going to waste these eggs, so even though they don't look appealing, do you want some eggs? We haven't got a cooker. You're cooking in the microwave. That's another hack. I'll tell you about that one another time. You can't make eggs in a microwave. Yes, you can. That is another hack. I'll teach you about it off air. not a hack. It sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, girl. Eggs I, in the microwave. They're I, good. I feel like they're going to stink a lot more. I, I don't know why. Just in my mind, I feel like if you microwave anything, it's meant to be cooked on a cooktop. No. You no. do know you can make eggs in a microwave. No. I'm going to make them for you now. The Mid-North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. It is now time, Christy, for the censorship game. It is back. And uh, today it is Donald Trump themed and uh, you're going to have a lot of trouble with this. God bless America. Well, well, <laughs> you only have to know a little bit about what he says and what he tweets to yep. know that this could go anywhere. I oh, know. It could go anywhere. I'm positive negative. So you're positive negative. <laughs> for coronavirus. I'm positive about negative. It's a very positive negative. <laughs> uh, really strange stuff. So all I'm going to do, play three bits of audio. There is a word mm-hmm. uh, or two um, uh, beeped out. All right. And I just want you to try and see if you can guess what he is saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here is number one. I will be the greatest <laughs> that God ever created. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want to say. Yeah. But uh, well, have a stab at it. I'm going to be guess. the greatest president. Oh, let's have a look. I will be the greatest jobs president that oh. God ever created. Oh, a pilot. You said you said one word. I said one or two words. Oh, yeah, I said one or two words. Cheeky. If Cheeky. I'd left, if I'd left jobs president, both like one of those in, it wouldn't have made sense, would it? So no, you got to go with it. Yeah. All right, here's one. Now this is this is. <laughs> Sorry, when I was editing these, I was listening to it just going, why did he even say that? <laughs> like, it's not even just outrageous. It's just, I don't know what the context was. So mm. here we go. And we had the most beautiful <laughs> that you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> we had the most beautiful breakfast that you ever did see. Not far off. <laughs> oh, really? Not food? far off. That's the weird thing. <laughs> we had the most beautiful uh, dinner. No, but uh, a little further. What comes after dinner? So it's a specific. Supper. Yeah, no, no, no. no oh, it's, dessert. Who says supper? What are you from the fifties? <laughs> I don't know. You know what, what comes okay, out of that pick, man's mouth? Right, try and pick a dessert. <laughs> Cheesecake. Oh, oh! I'll give you another. I never go. Come on, you nearly uh, had the most beautiful cake you ever did see. Oh. And we had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> That's like three words. <laughs> it, it's the same thing, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, know, you pay it. What are the uh, chances that I could guess that it was going to be food that came out of his mouth? Otherwise, I thought it was going to be children. Yeah, children coming out of his mouth. I don't think that works. <laughs> right, here is the last one. Now, this one this one was a little bit concerning. This is a long time ago. Sold his company for a tremendous amount of money. And he went out and bought a big <laughs> And he had a very interesting life. I won't go any more than that because you're Boy Scouts, so I'm not going to tell you what he did. Should I tell you? Should I tell you? Oh, you're Boy Scouts, but you know life. No, he, he was talking out. to Boy Scout, so you can only imagine what it was probably about. What did the guy buy with all of his money? <sighs> a big rig. 
No. You get two more guesses. If you were rich, right? If you were rich, what would you buy yourself? And we're on a coastal town. It's the only other hint. Oh, a big buy. boat. Ooh, can I get a bit more can specific? Can I need a bigger boat? Um, this is a, big a long ship. time ago. Sold his company for a tremendous amount of money. And he went out and bought a big yacht. A, a boat he is had a, yacht. a very interesting life. I won't go any more than that because you're Boy Scouts, so I'm not going to tell you what. How weird Should that? I tell you? Should I tell you? Oh, you're Boy Scouts, but you know life. Oh, you Boy Scouts, but you know life. Well, I think um, I, I pay one of those. You helped me along no, the way. I helped you along the way, but it's not about winning or losing, is it? It's about trying to no, decipher. No, it's, it's, about, it's about winning. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so competitive. Oh, well. In that, <laughs> don't, don't you think Donnie's competitive yeah. as well? In which case, you lost, so. Oh. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. Going for a walk today doesn't seem like it's going to be an option. I got to 10,000 steps yesterday, very nearly. Oh, well done. I'll round up from where I got to. What, like six? No, I got to about nine, nearly nine. So <laughs> I, round, I round up to 10,000. It's, it's a big round up. But I don't think I'll be doing that today because pouring down with rain uh, is forecast. Yeah, well, I feel the same because normally as a rule when I leave here, the first thing I do is take Bella for a walk. I either take her to the dog park, the dog beach, mm, or go along the break yeah. wall. And I did that yesterday. I took a little Bella for a, a little walk across lunchtime up the break wall. Uh, it went Port Macquarie? Yeah. I was there too. What time did you go? I went at midday. Oh, I went a lot later than that. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't go at the same time. It'd be awkward. We'd have to like, do that oh, awkward way. We're like, hey, and then just keep walking. And it's like, how long does the chat have to go for? We've seen each other in public. and then It's a bit like that uh, when um, we did uh, cross paths later in the afternoon uh, at the, the roundabout. It's like, oh, there's Bodge. Okay, I'll have to wave. You were, the one, no, you were wave. waving very, very <laughs> like, excitedly. Like, oh, look, it's Bodge. <laughs> but you did, didn't you see Bella hanging out the car? She was happy after a little No, walk. I didn't. I was, I, see, good drivers just drive. Oh, you see, so yeah. I wasn't paying attention right. to. You. I was like, oh, just I thought you were just another fan. Now, did you notice something <laughs> that I saw yesterday? And I know you went at a different time walking along the Port Macquarie break wall, but for the first time ever in my entire life of living here, because I was born and raised here, mm. I had never seen anybody painting those rocks. And miraculously, oh. they would just randomly appear with a brand fresh new painted look. But for the first time ever, when I was walking, I stopped in my tracks and was like, oh my gosh. Someone's actually painting these rocks. I've never seen anyone physically oh. doing it. And I, I, I don't know what I thought was the case when people would do it. It must have just been at the time that I was always walking along the wall. People just didn't choose to do it at that particular time. But yesterday, for the first time ever, I had witnessed people painting it. It wasn't just these little gnomes that would come out at night and paint it. People actually physically do it. Because, you know, for the most part, a lot of those rocks that you see uh, um, memorable ones where they're dedicating in honour of a, a lost family member or yeah. a lot of tourists. They're like, oh, I'm from Sydney. We come up here every year and you see them like right the, the years that they come and visit. The Richardson family and they've written all yeah. their names. Can I, can I say, I couldn't give a stuff about like the people. I, I would love to see just the rocks without anything on. There's a couple there I think are all right. Um, the VB one looks pretty cool <laughs> with all the VB labels on. But you know what? I, people get really, really petty over when something's been changed or painted over. It's like, yeah. well, who gave you the the go-ahead to paint mm. that? Why is that your rock? There's a lot of people in this area. And then um, and then people go, oh, they're not even from here. And it's like, well, how do you know? Yeah. I've seen, in fact, I saw it just the other week. I saw it. Someone was going off about it online. Oh, oh is that the ones that were painted over? 
uh, completely yeah. just painted over. Did you see those ones? I did see those ones. It was like there was like a lime lime green and like a well, it was like a pale green actually, and a pale sort of pastel colours. I get painting over ones that have been there for for many years and and doing a fresh new look with whatever your um, beautiful design might be. But don't just paint over somebody's just straight colour. Because if the intent's not to, to colour over it, why would you remove Looks better. something? Looks unless better. it's unless whatever was underneath it was offensive. No, I get it. I, I think that some of them just look poor. I don't like them. Yeah. And they look rubbish and they make the break wall look like a tip. No, I think for the most part, people are actually quite nice about what they put there. And I've always dreamed to actually paint one of those rocks. Well, and why I never don't thought. You? I don't think I, there's a rule. Well, I never thought to. Ask about it. I don't even know the process when it comes to painting it. Can we actually? Are you even meant to do it? I don't think anyone does. I think they just rock up and go right. Going to bung a little bit of paint on there. Well, is it because the locals don't do it? Maybe it's just reserved for tourists. No, it's not. It would. You couldn't do that. Well, thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Someone surely knows. Is there a local that's actually painted one of the rocks along the Port Macquarie Break? Well, you, what would you paint on there? Do you want to paint something? Is you... Yeah, I want to paint something. Well, get your something pa- decent. Yeah, get your paint kit out, and we'll just go and just do one. Oh, God, I don't, I don't think you can do that. There might be a, fi- a fine. I don't even know. Well, there wouldn't be a fine because people do it all the time, surely. Well, the people that were doing it yesterday, you think I mm. should have asked them. Well, but but, what, clearly you're allowed to do it in broad daylight, but maybe you're allowed to do it. 13, 12, 16, have you painted one of the rocks on the Port Macquarie break wall? There are a lot of questions here, and I didn't <laughs> think we'd get into this this morning. But in any case, you are right. I mean, those, those rocks, one day there's nothing on it, and then the next day... Brand new picture. So, 13, 12, 16, as she says, get on. Give us some information. We want to know what's going on. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. For those that don't know, Christy has um, a desire to paint one of the... Um, Pont Macquarie the- Breakwall rocks. Yeah. It's something that I've always wanted to do, and for the first time ever in my entire life of living here saw somebody painting a rock yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so um, no one could confirm with this whether or not uh, locally it's the people that live here that do it or is it a tourist. We had multiple questions, but we had witnessed some people yesterday painting those rocks. So I thought I'll look into it and find out if I can. I've been contacting the Port Macquarie Hastings Council. Turns out that I've got to get in touch with the New South Wales Government Transport for New South Wales oh, in regards to whether or not you could do it, which I don't even know how Transport for New South Wales has no. an association with with rocks. How does that work? I don't know. It's not a road. <laughs> so I'll look into but, it further and uh, fingers crossed by Friday I could have a rock painted. It's incredible the amount of effort you've had to go to. So you've been bounced around from different departments, yep. different department. It's, Went to the info centre, which you think as a tourist, if you were visiting here, the first thing you do is contact the info centre. Yeah. They then said, no, you've got to get in contact with the council. Council then go, no, you've got to get in contact with Transport for New South Wales. No wonder people just go and paint them without even asking for permission. This is why people don't like politics. (laughs) Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. Do you remember how I wrote that uh, very um, uh, provocative letter to Joe Exotic? Oh. From Tiger King. Yes, yes, I did. You thought, oh, I'll send him a little message yeah. in prison. You didn't just send a provocative message. You sent him a little picture of yourself as well. Uh, yeah, it was it was that picture of me from this year's... Um, World Gardening World Naked Na- Day. Yeah, so for those that uh, don't know what I wrote to him, this is exactly what I wrote to him. Dear Joe, my name is Bodge and I'm an Australian male with luscious chest hair and a killer hiney. 
I also have my own radio show. I watched your show on Netflix and thought I'd write to you while you're serving time for that stuff they say that you did. Not sure if you've heard, but they are giving your zoo to Carol Baskin. Does this mean that she's won now or will you fight to get it all back when you get out of prison? I also heard you were feeling a bit sick at the moment or something. The article said you only had a few months left to live. I tried clicking the tab to read the full story, but it was one of those ones you have to pay before you read things. While I've got you, I thought I'd ask about some of your past regrets, future dreams, and any advice you have for someone that's just bought an expensive air fryer and doesn't know what to fry. Also, do you think they will ever find Carol Baskin's dead hubby? Love, Bodge. Oh, P.S. I've attached a saucy pic of me watering some plants. I know you're married, but I'm sure there's a way you can still enjoy the photograph respectfully. Bye, Joe. It's romantic. It's quite nice, isn't it? Like, you know, I'm just trying to be nice and just build his spirits up. He's in prison for a million years, so... I'm glad he doesn't hear the music that's attached well, with the letter. <laughs> you know what I did, though? I sprayed the letter with some of my best cologne. I thought, well, <laughs> now I can have a sniff while he's looking. So, um... And yeah, I did attach a, a photo of me watering the the plants, the the water watering can is in in front of my nether regions. I feel like the uh, the people that do vet all these things that come through, they would have found it and went, no, look they, at that naked man. Well, he's not getting this. It's funny you say that, and that's why I bring it up. I got a text message yesterday to say um, uh, from Australia Post to say that uh, Joe Exotic has received the letter. Hang on. So. Do you know that it's actually gone to him yet? Yes, 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 yes. Australia Post has given you the verdict. They've given me the verdict. Joe Exotic little... has your naked body photo yep. in his hot little hands. Well, yep, in his cell. So <laughs> hopefully, apparently it takes roughly a month for a reply. So hopefully he gets to it. And the, the other thing is, is everyone's probably sending letters and envelopes, right? Mm. I went to the post office and I spent $33. On what? It was tax deductible. I claimed it straight back. On a, like a, one of those hard letter, like, you know, that when you're sending. The cardboard ones. Yeah, like if you were sending a uh, certificate or something. So that's going to stand out in the pack. Is going to go, oh, give me that big one. No, that's going to stand out with the, the guards that are monitoring all the stuff and they're going to go, well, what's he got stashed in here? Yeah. Uh, they'll check it and then they'll go, oh, that's great. Let's see what Joe's got to, to write to this. I'll believe it when I see it. I feel like you should have asked Joe to say, hey, can you get a sneaky picture or can you confirm nah. here that you've stuck my picture up well, on your cell wall? Well, I, I mean, I think I asked him a fair amount. I mean, if he writes, I'll write back to him. You this know. is going to be an ongoing thing, Why isn't not? it? Why not? Why <laughs> not? You and Joe Exotic, there's, there's 10 no, pals. There's no rule to this. I mean, I could get a letter back and then that could be it. Or I could get a letter back and go, right, well, and I'll send him a copy of what he wrote and say, I know you get a lot of letters. This is what you wrote to me last time. Be like, you know, chain mail, just chatting to each other, you know, pen pals. I feel like I should write to Carol Baskin and see who would uh, write back quicker. Joe well, Exotic or Carol Baskin? Well, you do that. You try and find an address for her. All Actually, right. I've got an address here if you want that. Okay, I'll write yeah. her a letter. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. Every time we play the weekend, it's bittersweet. The music's fantastic, but it makes me pine for the weekend, which is still a world away, Christy. I know, it's only Tuesday. Don't I even know. get me started, but you think about what the rest of the week's going to be like and we're set for some wild weather. Well, it's already it's already raining on the Mid-North Coast and um, to hear that it's going to get worse has put my plans in jeopardy. 
I was going to do the the lawns. I was going to mow them. Oh, oh, and I want to paint a rock. And you know what it's like <laughs> painting <laughs> painting something in the wet. <laughs> For those that don't have any context to that, Christy, uh, the break wall in, in Port, Port Macquarie. Macquarie, Christy really wants to paint one of those rocks because um, a lot of people just paint them whenever they feel uh, see fit. So yeah, so it's my mission. By the end of the week, I'm going to try and paint a rock. Oh God, in this weather. Well, look. We're going to chat now to uh, Weather Royalty. We've got Gavin Morris from NBN News on the line with us. Good morning, Gav. How are you? Christy Bodge. Good morning. Yes, uh, I, I'm well. And, uh, look, you can still paint the rock on the weekend. You can still mow the lawn. How's that? Oh. So you, you, well, your plans are safe. That's I don't know, what we Gavin. Need to hear. I've got a feeling that my lawns will have to get done in a couple of weeks' time when I'm away and my housemate will have to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, any excuse for your housemate to do it, yeah. that's what I say. Just think of anything. Uh, look, the best part is the lawns don't grow too fast, so you do them once and then, you know, you buy yourself some serious time. This, yeah, is, this very is true, true, particularly in winter. It's a bit like mm-hmm. that. So, um, yes. in terms of the, the wild weather that the East Coast is going to be copping over the next uh, few days, what can we expect? Well, Coffs is really lucky, actually. We're right at the cutoff point. Uh, look, it's all about the south coast. It has been so far yesterday. Uh, they were absolutely hammered, and uh, this system you know, really delivered some pretty extraordinary weather, some amazing snowfall finally across the resorts. And, you know, it was snowing in you know, some pretty bizarre places. Uh, the road going down uh, to the ski resorts uh, in between Jindabai and Berrydale was just a massive blanket of white. Last night, wow. good, good snow up on the tablelands. The northern New South Wales ranges started snowing in the main street of Kyra uh, yesterday afternoon. That's because of the coal pool, the upper-level coal pool that's come across and now that is linking up with the surface feature that low and it's pumping in large amounts of rain now across Newcastle it's crossing the mountains around Gloucester Seal Rocks and just beginning to arrive at Port but it's probably just going to boomerang and, and just cut off just south of Cross. By the looks of the energy that's in this system I think we're going to see some rain from this system reach Coffs today but we're really on that defined line north of it should remain fine we're definitely going to experience the winds the winds are going to kick mm. in pretty strongly as we move into the afternoon and we're going to notice the swell we've got another monster swell that is on the way because the low is big it's very very intense and it's going to be sitting off our coastline for a number of days enough to generate plenty of energy for a monster swell so coastal erosion will return. Yeah, you really feel for all the commercial fishermen out there or even like all the uh, diving and the whale watching uh, businesses because that is how they make their money and and right now is the time to go and whale watch and and obviously with uh, heavy surf conditions out there, very heavy surf, uh, it's likely that's not going to go ahead unless you really have your sea legs. Christy, being out in the Tasman right now is definitely no holiday for anyone. The nope. most seasoned seamen would not want to be out there uh, in these kind of conditions. Mm. And, and there's no chance of cruise ships getting stuck out there right now. <laughs> there's, there's, there's one benefit. Yeah, this is very true. Hey, um, I've always wondered this. Now, Barrington Tops, it's not far from uh, here in our mid-north coast region. I notice when it's raining, uh, not raining, when it's snowing on Barrington Tops, those nights it's it's extra cool and you know the next morning you're going to follow on their Barrington Tops Facebook page, it's going to be snowing last night and you go, yep, because it's extra cold. Is that definitely the case? Like when it's snowing somewhere nearby, it's going to be freezing uh, in our area? 
Yeah, look, you know, this setup is an interesting one for us, actually. Uh, this is an upper-level coal pool to come across, and, and, and sometimes we get these systems. I mean, there was, the coal there was wrapped around this low, but sometimes we get these There's two kinds of coal that basically reach the barrington. There's an upper-level coal pool that comes across, and it's like a frisbee, a, a layer of coal there in the upper parts of the atmosphere, and sometimes they can come across northern New South Wales, and it can actually be snowing, say, from the Barringtons up to Guyra or Walker, and it's not throughout the snowy mountains. The other one is like a tongue of cold air. So you've got this low-pressure system that's sitting over the southeast and that throws uh, this, this big, large area of cold air all the way up, and it just reaches the Barringtons. And sometimes it'll get a little bit further to, say, Hanging Rock, Walker, uh, Gyra, mostly at the northern point, and that's where we'll see snow. It rarely, sometimes, if it's strong enough and powerful enough, that upper-level cold layer will reach the Queensland border, and sometimes we'll get snow, say, at the Grenadelt Darling Downs, but that's a lot more of a rarer occasion. It's just that, you know, the Barringtons is just high enough. It's over a 1,000 metres, and, and when those cold pools come through, it'll turn any form of precipitation to snow. And, and look, it's gotten crazy because of social media and, you know, all of these clubs, you know, like the, the Barrington Cop Snow Chasers, etc. Mm. you know, the traffic can be absolute mayhem, and people drive dangerously. And we see a lot of accidents and people lose control on those, um, you know, dirt roads which turn to mud. And then when there's snow and ice cover, they become really dangerous. Yeah. The man is, this is why he's the king. <laughs> you don't even need to say anything. He's he an just, ins- just goes for it. He knows every area, every region. He is an encyclopedia. <laughs> Gavin, you're incredible, mate. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Bodger. Well, yeah, well, this is my ha- this is my hobby, my, my my thing. I actually started out in radio, but I started studying weather, you know, when I was at school uh, because I didn't live close to the coast, so I had to study the weather, so I didn't mm-hmm. waste my hard-earned money on the train to get to the coast to go surfing. So it goes back a very, very long way. Are wow. you one of those, like, crazy storm chasers that you just, like, wake up in the middle of the night, you hear that there's going to be an alert, and you're just like, I'm going, I'm getting in the car, I'm going to chase the storm? No, no, that's for social media. Just look at their photos now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Gavin, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. We've never had you on here before. No. Can we check in with you from time to time when this sort of stuff happens? Is that allowable? Anytime you've got my number. Right, and uh, before we let you go, all right, you dead set that I uh, have to do the, the lawns this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I rushed. I just on, on, I think, Sunday, we had some friends just call over, and there was, like, a little opportunity there. I, I did it, like, on Sunday, but your opportunity, definitely, this weekend. Look, we'll have the strong winds. They'll be with us for the next couple of days. Big season swell, but, look, it's largely going to be fine after, I'd say, some rain will reach us. But the weekend, I'd say it's going to be beautiful. Very nice winter's weekend. Oh, no. Way. Do you know what that means, Christy? It yeah. means I've got to hang the washing out as well. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. God. It always rains when you do that. It does always rain. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Christy, you want to trial a brand new game out. A new game called Chewy Tunes. So <laughs> this all stemmed from the fact that my uh, family complained about I often put food in my mouth and then proceed with the conversation and they hate when I attempt to try and talk while I've got a mouthful of food. So I right. thought, oh, just to be spiteful, I'm going to actually sing a song. With a mouthful of food. Do they do they listen to this program? They, well, you know, Mum listens. Yeah, but she's got no choice. It's on at work. I she, know. She, you know. So just to uh, get her back for uh, complaining about my uh, talking and eating, I'm going to be singing and eating. And the idea is you've got to guess which song I am singing while I've got a mouthful of food. So 13, ah. 12, 16, if you know what the song is. So I've got my uh, my breakfast bar here. I'm just going to shovel a head of food in my mouth. You can get it in deep in that. 
<laughs> I'm going back for this. Sorry, Buff Curry. Bit more, bit more. Uh-huh. I, I, uh, that's I enough, have, yeah, that's fine. I've apologized for my terrible thing, all right? All right, but remember if someone's give us a call, saying so it's for crap. What? You're still trying. <laughs> what? I'm very well. I'm Oh, yeah, okay. Awesome fast, but we can go for her. You need more biscuit in your mouth, though. Oh, well. 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 Oh, Tegan? Tegan, hello. Could you turn that radio down? Sorry, pal. Yeah. Thanks, mate. What's the song called? What's the song? It was Barbie Girl by Aqua. Now, on a scale of one to ten, (laughs) how tough was that to listen to? Oh, it wasn't that tough. I could actually understand her pretty well. No, no, no. I mean, like, you know, as in, like, having to listen to it. Uh, it, it yeah, hard? no, that, that's pretty tough. Yeah, all right, well, that's okay, we understand. Hey, look, what are you what are you up to today on this rainy day? Oh, well, it's not raining where I am, so it's kind of good. I'm going to get out in the garden, hopefully. Where, mm. where are you at? I'm in Maxville. Maxville, right. well, time to take a drive to Maxville, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, well, I'm you, you. I'm going for a road trip <laughs> in, in No idea what she's saying. <laughs> hey, look, you've, uh, you've done well. You've uh, you've taken part in the, the inaugural, what are we calling it, Christy? Chewy tunes. Chewy tunes. <laughs> Chewy tunes. Oh, my God. How do you feel? Should, is, this, is this something you'd like to hear continue? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing it. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, we'll Thank do you. that then. There you Congratulations, go, well done. You've done very well. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye. So, uh, all right, there you go, Christy. That is an official tick. That game now can continue on Tuesdays. Suck it to you, Mum. Suck it to you, my family. You're going to be dealing with me talking and eating a whole lot more. Yeah, you, you tell them. <laughs> if you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.